0: I need the priest to come on up with their shofars. But we're going to blow.
1: <laughs>
0: hey, glory to God. Woo. Hallelujah. <laughs> he thought he could stop us, but he can't stop us. Hey. Hey, 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 Glory to God. How right here, right here. Woo. My goodness. Woo. Face the crowd, face the people. My goodness. Hey, hey, hey. We're gonna do the tour of the long blast. We're gonna do the long blast. Amen. Woo. We're going to do it twice. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. Woo, we're going to set this right. I need you all repeat after me. Glory to God. Amen. Blessed are you. Blessed are you o, Lord God, o Lord our God. King of the universe. Of the universe who's, commanded us who's commanded us. To hear the sound. Hear the sound of, the of the shofar. Glory to God. Men, thank you, priest. Thank you, thank you. Woo! <laughs> the Lord to God. Now you just be ready. It might be, it might be some point in the service that I might hear and blow that shofar far again. So keep your hand ready. Glory to God. Woo! My goodness. Hey, hey! <laughs> Y'all may be seated in heavenly places hallelujah excuse us streaming people but you know this is what we do amen Woo, so significant amen Ah, oh, my goodness Woo. i mean at any moment i might just hear lord just come on back up we're gonna blow again it is the season it's the blowing of the shofar Can I just educate a little bit today? Can I just enlighten a little bit today? I mean, we, I mean we, we don't want to go into any dark sands today. I just want to make it plain. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I wish I, wish I had y'all a couple of hours. I came to worship God today. I came to worship my God. I, see, see, when you know the season that you are in, See, and that's the problem with us as believers. We don't know the season that we're in. We don't know what happened at sunset on Friday. We don't know the time that we entered in. Jesus, my God. I'm telling y'all again, I'm by by the law when when I need to. Don't no mass. Put my trust in no mass. See, the problem is that we are fearful. Hey, I look at it like it's a cold. People get the cold. It don't stop me from doing what I need to do. But as always, I have prayed and decreed and declared Amen. over the perimeter of this building. that no sickness come nigh this place. No come nigh your dwelling. No sickness. See, you got to say these things. No matter what you see. Mm, mm, mm. I'm trying to tell you. Oh, this is a good season. Can I help y'all with the season that we're in? Can I give y'all a little... I, I want to... My, my teaching is, you know, we're doing brokenness, but, but also uh, you have to acknowledge where we are today. We have entered in <sighs> into the 10 days of awe. <laughs> I can count on at least one. Somebody dropped it. Got the palsies. One. Okay, here we go. All right. <laughs> it always comes at the most dynamic time that you talk talking. It's always your leaders. Okay, anyway. It's all good, y'all. Laugh fun. Man, I'm telling you. Glory to God. Man, we... We cleanse the air in here. Mm. <laughs> Spiritually and naturally. Man. Go ahead. But you go ahead. All right, here we go. Everybody want miracles. Miracles cannot proceed without gratitude. Mm. Miracles cannot proceed without gratitude. Mm. Oh, my goodness. It, 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 I'm, it's going to sound even better the third time. Miracles cannot proceed without gratitude. Are you grateful? Mm. I I want us to, I feel real intimate with y'all right now. I mean, look at us, like I said, no one here. It's been stricken. That alone. that alone. I mean, now, you got David here out there working in all kinds of places and elements. And no sickness can come nigh, your dwelling. See, people just don't want to believe this stuff. <laughs> One thing to say it, but another to believe it. All right. I want us in the time that I'm allotted. Jesus. Oh. The time that I'm allotted. It's very important for the body of Christ to understand prophetically where we are. What what you see in the body of Christ is a lot of dysfunction, lost people, and we are supposed to be found. We're lost. We don't know what time it is. We don't know what we should be wearing. We don't know what we should be saying. We can't tell if another Jesus has been preached to us. Go ahead. Go ahead. Another Jesus. We we can't we can't tell. (sighs) See, we are in what they call the fall feast. See, most people are like, what? Feast? Feast? Eat? We're supposed to be eating right now a lot? The feast? No, that's not what it means. In the Hebrew, feast is moed. And we are in the moedins. We are in the appointed times of our father. And we need to know what those times are. See, you lose the church when you start talking about this. But I must. That's the problem. We, we, I can remember at a, at a ministry and I asked the pastor. Hey, I would love to learn about the feast. No, we don't do that. See? We don't know what we should and shouldn't be doing. What you should and shouldn't be teaching. When it comes to the word of God. It just takes some very easy precepts. I have found that it is much easier to follow the word of God by following the word of God. It's just easier. Do what it says. Okay. Ah. Oh, you you are supposed to look peculiar and strange. Not to each other, but to the world. Amen. And that peculiar and strange, I'm not talking about some OCD, you gotta hit the lights with five times, and get to slip the door two times. That's not what I'm talking about. That's the spirit, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about they're trying to figure out with all the hell that's going on in your life, you still have joy. Amen. Ain't no way possible. no way. You, you know how you eat food and they call empty calories and it don't really do nothing. It do not really function. See that's what happens with us a lot of time we go to church. And we get a lot of empty calories. Oh yeah, okay, a lot of fast food. Yeah. Empty. Instead of the meat of the word of God. Go so that would, would sustain you. See the other stuff is temporary. And you eat some good old oatmeal to last you all day. You'll feel full. We got a bunch of empty calorie teaching. No sustainability. Pastors have done a disservice to your education. Then you have not taken your Bereanship and studied. But it's hard to produce after your kind. I'm trying to produce after its kind. Everything produces after its kind. Everything of, its same, of the same kind. right? So the father in the home, the mother, and they are doing what they, they're supposed to be producing after their kind. You already got his likeness, but after their kind. Yeah? Oh man. Okay. Can I just tell you something? I love this. I, this is how I do this is how I shepherd. So gotta help people sometimes. And everything shall produce after its kind. Right. Go back to the book of Genesis. It's right there. Right? So, if you take an Asian person and an African person, what do they produce? After their kind. Another human. They produce another human. And everything shall produce after its kind. Y'all missed the whole point. I said an Asian woman and an African man. It, see, the, see, we get borders and continents mixed up of who we are. I could take a man from Russia and somebody from uh, um, the Hawaiian Islands, a woman, and they can produce after its kind. They are the same kind. There are no difference. I can't take a cat and a dog and they produce after their kind. They cannot do it. The borders and boundaries have been set by the word of God. They are not the same kind. They are the same, listen, species and the male, but they are not the same kind. And I produce you out of my likeness. See, this is, it's so easy. It's so easy when it comes to race. There is no race. think color and regions designate who we are i can still take any person from any continent and they can copulate and they can produce after its kind i can't take a bird and i can't take listen a lizard and blend them they are not of the same kind they cannot produce and you shall produce after it's kind Everything does. Every seed produces after its kind. It's just simple. But Satan has blinded the eyes and the minds of the people. God said every tongue and every nation came out of Egypt. Just, we, we, we got to stop doing this and wasting time with, with conversations that don't lead anywhere. We've got a whole society. Can't see. But you will never take two of the same kind. Of the same gender. You will never find two of the same gender. Producing after its kind. It's real simple. We, keep, we Y'all got to stop playing with this. I just had to go here. I don't I'm just not even. Oh. It's too much foolishness going on. It's distracting you from the kingdom. Yeah. Never happen. It'll never happen because God, when God sets something by His word, in order you can't violate it. Now you can manipulate it because that's all Satan does. You can't. Okay, I'm gonna leave from there because y'all be mad at me. y'all know (laughs) this I'm tired of all this rhetoric And, and meetings and discussions what you see is a different kind all that you see is not all that is Our minds have been altered. Our minds have been tampered with. That's why our Christians can't get along with each other. That's why we can't. How come we can't preach the same Jesus? How come we got the same word of God? How come we can't preach the same Jesus. I need to know. Oh, come on now. Yeah. I was watching some uh, Messianic uh, congregations and stuff. Yeah. Man, ain't nobody have no mad. Nobody was social distancing. They were dancing in the circle. They ain't nobody, nothing. <laughs> right on YouTube. They ain't saying they won't pray about nothing. I'm just saying, I'm just watching. I'm like, okay, man. Who faith follows? Shabbat shalom. All right. <laughs> Amen us. Minds altered. Now, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, if they tell me I had to go in the store and I had to wear I'm going to wear I'm going to go in the store. I'm going to do right. But I ain't in the store. <laughs> I'm in the house of the Lord. <laughs> Meaning that if I did, that's what he wanted. See, nobody, if I, I'm trying to, I'm, okay, okay, Oh, oh my goodness! I, I just I, I want us to I want us to know and, and understand exactly what's happening with us. Okay? Can I can I do that? I got some things I, I want to talk about today. All right. <laughs> what did he say? Oh, he said take two out. Oh, man, don't i tell you what I received that. I received that. I received that. <laughs> okay. I want to show you something just 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 for a minute, okay? Can I show you something? I feel like I'm at defcom ten. I got the command post up
1: here.
0: I heard you. I heard you. see if I stand up, I'm gonna get crazy up in here. all right, all right, that's what I'm saying. I want us to understand certain things about, like, the season that we're in. This is uh, Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, right? I need us to know some things. Rosh meaning head and Shana meaning year. So it's not the new year, it's the head of the year. Amen? Amen, Eric? (laughs) All right. See? So I want us to understand some things. We we come into the Word to, because we have left our Hebrew roots of our faith, our understanding. Peter, Paul, and all them never left the Hebrew rate. Uh, you know, they never left their um, the their the the um, Hebrew faith, or should I say, their roots of their faith. They never left it. But here we are. We we got a lot of Catholicism, Mithraism, We got all this stuff in here mixed in and we don't have any idea. So when you talk about the feast and God's appointed times, you have no recollection, nothing to tie it into and understanding what they really are. And you supposed to know. All right. So when we read the word of God, we 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 get we don't understand the first century mindset of a Jew. And how they talked. Right. So can I help just just one little thing want to help us? I think you should be educated on how to actually interpret and read the word of God and study with the right mindset. So what they use is a Hebrew idiom. Okay, most of us don't know what a Hebrew idiom is. All right, I'm going to tell you what a Hebrew idiom is, okay? A Hebrew idiom is an expression, usually a verb with a noun as its direct object. It has a meaning which differs from the normal meaning attached to the words that comprise of that idiom. I know y'all are like, what in the world? Okay. Here we go. We, we say kick the bucket. What'd that mean? That mean die. <laughs> but those, But that's not what it means. It has a double meaning. So in times in the Bible, they spoke in code, so you couldn't understand it. So when we take it literally, we don't understand exactly what they're saying. So it's going to help you. It's going to misguide your interpretation of the word of God. Amen? All right. All right. Minister. Do me a favor. Go to roof. I'm just going to show you something. Uh-huh. Go to roof 10. Okay? Now remember, an idiom is an expression, usually a verb, an action, right? Which a noun as a, or a noun as a direct object, has a noun as a direct object, person, place, a thing, right? It has a meaning which differs, that's the key word, from the normal meaning. Okay? Attached to the words that comprise the idiom. Y'all follow? That's right. Not literally what it's saying. Minister, you ready? Um, so here's an idiom for Hebrew. Build the house. No, no, no. See, if you read it, you're going to read it in context of what it says. See, we can get off so easily. All right, minister. Um, You got it? Ruth chapter 4, 10. Um, I want you to go down. But read it fast.
1: 10 to 13. Amen. This is Ruth. At chapter 4 and verse 10, reading in the Amplified Bible, it so reads, Also Ruth the Moabitess, the widow of Malan, I have bought to be my wife, to restore the name of the dead to his inheritance, that the name of the dead may not be cut off from among his brethren and from the gate of his birthplace. You are witnesses this day. And all the people at the gate and the elders said, we are witnesses. May the Lord make the woman who is coming into your house like Rachel and Leah, Mm -hmm. the two who built the household of Israel. May you do worthily and get wealth, power in Ephrata and be famous in Bethlehem. And let your house be like the house of Perez, whom Tamar bore to Judah because of the offspring which the Lord will give you by this young woman. So Boaz took Ruth, and she became his wife. And he went into her, and the Lord caused her to conceive, and she bore a son. Okay. Now, the idiom
0: of what I was telling you all is built what? The house. See, we, we look at it like that. We're building a house of God. What that means, the idiom for that is, watch, actually means engendered. Ah, uh, engender a son. That's what it means. See, but our reading and our understanding, because of we, we don't understand how we read and, and how we interpret and study the word of God, you have to know when there's an idiom in there. Built the house, a house, wait a minute. Built a house actually means, this is the idiom for them. To engender a son. Listen, listen, engendered means this, to cause or give rise to a feeling, a situation, a condition. That's what it means. Engendered a son. She conceived. A son. This is what it's really saying. Give birth to a son. Build a house. The idiom is engendered, a son. Conceived. Raised. See? I got everybody blinking now. Well, go ahead and do it, teacher. Go ahead, what you say. All right. So I want us to understand. I said that to say this as we go into the Feast of Trumpets, where we are right now. It's just we don't understand What's really happening? And I want us to understand in the moments that I have with you. Okay? All right. I had to kind of jump around because that's the way he gave it to me. Okay? So, y'all got that? All right. Amen. So, how many times have we read the word? And you didn't recognize that it was an idiom. And now we build a whole doctrine off of an idiom that meant something totally different. Oh, like the Feast of Trumpets. You can stand on the street and tell everybody, hey, this is the Feast of Trumpets today. And most people wouldn't know what the heck he was talking about. Oh, that's that Jewish holiday. Oh, they only understand what this is. It's a mystery within it. We don't
1: even understand what this really Oh man
0: Precious The Feast of Trumpets. When you blow the shofar, it, it really is the heartbeat of the feast. It's the heartbeat that Jesus is coming. But we live our lives like Jesus is not coming. We teach, we run our churches, we minister like Jesus is not coming. Not really. Not really. He's been coming for 2,000 years, but he ain't came yet. He ain't came yet. This is important for us to do this, right? A lot of times, how many times have y'all heard the Son of Man, the Son of David, and the Son of God? Y'all have heard those saying, but what, what, what really is that? Right? The Son of Man, when you hear that expression, is what he would do for man. What he did for man. Sacrifice, his blood. Going to hell. When you hear that saying, the Son of Man, that's what attached to it. When you hear the son of David, what happens? That is the heir to the throne when he's talking about Jesus. This is when you hear Jesus expressing all these things. It is the son. He, listen, he's the heir of the throne when you hear that saying. Why is he saying the son of David? It's Jesus. This is what we would be saying. Or we haven't even known. We're not even cognizant of it. Or it's the heir of the throne when you hear that name. And then you hear the son of God. What is that? That is about his authority. This is about his authority. When you hear those three things. Oh. Mm. All of the feasts. Tell us of Jesus. Listen. Of Jesus, the living word and his attributes. All of the feasts. See, we don't know him.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: We don't know him because his feasts are him. And if you have not had understanding of those attributes of his feasts, you won't know him. Okay. All right. Yam Teruah. Matter of fact, minister, before we, we blew that guy, just let me show y'all a little something. Go, go to Psalms 47, 5. Just let me let y'all know.
1: Psalm chapter 47 at verse 5. Yes. God has ascended amid shouting the Lord with the sound of a trumpet.
0: He's done what? He went to sleep. God has ascended amid the shouting. Amid the shouting. Amid the shouting. We don't understand this. We don't have understanding of this. What happened? when we blew. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. See, I told you. See, see, Carmen, we as spiritual beings, we, we are not, uh, we find ourselves in a mist and, and not native to the spiritual realm. We find ourselves lost in the spirit realm. Oh, I got some stuff I See, we, we, oh, that's just Eric and and the Pastor them and mm-hmm. hell blowing the show. By then, they want nothing. Mm-hmm. Read it again, yeah. y'all. Read it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Psalm Train chapter forty-seven, yeah, 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 verse yeah. five. God has ascended amid shouting. The Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Mm, What's the sound of the trumpet?
0: We don't know what that is. That's why you won't find it in many churches. Mm -hmm. Mm, Amen. (laughs) And the last shall be first. All right. Yom Teruah, the day of shouting. Day of trumpets, the blowing of the trumpets is also the day of remembrance. Listen, wait. Oh, oh, I'm gonna show. Can I, can I take you someplace real quick? I just want to say something, y'all need to know this. I mean. <sighs> All know that right now, at this moment, while we're sitting here in the comfortable seats at WM Ministries, and nice air conditioning going on, everybody' bellies is probably full. Maybe do you know right now there are over 120 million. Enemies surrounding Israel right now. Some of us. No. A hundred and twenty million enemies. Are surrounding Israel right now. You know the place where our Lord is going to come and ascend on the Mount of Olives. Watch this. Got to unlearn you. Listen to this. Are surrounding Israel at this very moment. This is how they wake up and go to sleep. Surrounded. Surrounded. Alright. Listen to this. And And no one can touch them. And no one can touch them. I mean, my enemy is 120 million over, and no one can touch them. Now, this is what you are engrafted to. This is what who you are engrafted into. Mm, mm, mm. The true branch. So guess what? No one can touch you. It's spiritual. It's spiritual. It's spiritual. No one can touch you either. COVID-19 can't touch you. Cancer can't touch you. Autoimmune disease can't touch you. Thriboids can't hurt you. No, nothing can touch you. Migraines can't touch you. Cause if they could have kill you, they would have killed you. Mm. Nothing, you know why? Because God made a covenant with them. This is why nothing can harm you, because you should be in covenant with Him. Okay, all right, y'all just want me to do some other stuff, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I'll come back to that because y'all ain't ready for that one yet set that down I'm prepared to torua. Mm. this is amen shout shout hey Eric shout for me <laughs> shout now shout both of y'all shout with that. There you go. Give me a shout. Ain't ready. Dad ain't ready. Woo! <laughs> y'all ain't ready. Now he ascended in the mist. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh. the shofar is a sign that the king is coming. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. Oh, this is the season that we're in right now. Church body of Christ. The shofar is a sign that the king is coming with the blast. Wake up, church. Wake he up. He's not coming because you got twenty cars. Go ahead, He's not coming because you got a big house. He's not coming for that. He's not coming for merchandise. He's he not coming for that. This is how they've been teaching us. He's not coming for that. That so far in this season is the beginning of the 10 days of awe. So this is not ironic that we've been in 30 days of repentance. Days. Mm-hmm. The problem is that some of y'all have not yet. He give you 10 days, not one. Oh, this not the season. To not know who your shepherd is. Say this not the season. Say that. To following, you know, ideologies. This is not the season. This is not the season. Jesus. This signifies that He's coming. This is the season of the body of Christ. So when he's coming, he's, he's getting you ready. He gives you a chance. Because you've taken advantage of his mercy too long. One of these times. One of these, one of these times. That's why I said, can't no darkness be around me. And you shouldn't want it around you. So you're going to look strange with all that light on you. Oh. The show of art. It's a It's a signal. Oh, my goodness. To the 10 days of repentance. This is the time, people. To get it right between you and God. See, there ain't nobody preaching this right now. Tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm good. Mm. This is a time. This is why we talked about a broken, contrite heart and spirit. Oh, I love what God is doing. He's letting us know and I see and I'm not deceived. He's talking to us. Okay. We got 10 days to get this right. He gave us a little longer. He gave us 30. Y'all might be a little special, Pastor. (laughs) Okay. The shofar sound is the, listen, it's the sound of the end. It's the sound of the end times. This is what it is. God's coming. The shofar is a mystery where we are right now. Where we are right now prophetically. Ultimately, it speaks of eternity. Because the shofar is a sound that's saying, listen, don't fall asleep. This is what he's saying. And many of us are asleep. Many of us are asleep. Okay. Watch this. Many of us are asleep in this world. Because the world that we live in now is temporary. I got it highlighted right here. I need y'all to hear. Please hear me, body of Christ. This is the time to get it right. This ain't the time to be like, who is my past and where should I be? Okay, come on. Nope. What about my ministry? This ain't the time for that. The time right now is let me get it right. On, and you can't get it right with God if you ain't got it right with man. You might want to get it right with man first so you can go to God. See, this, we won't we won't we won't teach like this, will we? Mm. I have a mandate. Don't waste time. Do this is what this time. See, it's like we're we trying to get the body of Christ to understand the season, the time we're in right now. If you're doing anything. I mean, okay, you got, I got 20 cars. Is any of them 20 cars got anybody saved? I got a big old house. But has that got anybody in the kingdom? I got this awesome job. Has I, have I witnessed to anybody on the premises? If it don't give God glory, if my mindset is not to glorify God, why am I doing it? Everything that I do should be Intentional. About the kingdom, about the kingdom. Okay, no, we're not doing that. I got to be a big name, I got to have celebrities coming. Okay, all right. No, I told you, let me stay right here in the cleft of the rock. Well, I got some real intercessors. Okay, here we go. Don't waste time. You know why? Because tomorrow, today is the day to get it right. This is the season of getting it right. And you shouldn't be afraid when somebody tells you you ain't got it right. That's love. You're telling me the truth. I get, you don't know. Your your, your next heartbeat ain't guaranteed to you. That could be God coming telling you to get it right. But guess what? When we blew that, he's telling us, get it right. Okay, we, not, we don't want to get it right. Okay, listen to that. And I love this. The sound of the shofar is saying stop. The sound of the shofar is saying stop. But I'm going to show y'all something also what it does. Ooh, y'all going to love it if I got a little time. Yeah, watch this. The sound of the so far, listen, or the feast of trumpets that we in is saying stop. Which leads us 10 days from now, on the 28th, we'll be in what Yom Kippur, the day of atonement. All right, which leads us to repentance, right? That's what Yom Kippur, all right, then the feast. That feast leads us to tabernacle. We're in the fall feast. Which says or leads you to rejoice. So basically it's stop, repent, and rejoice. Stop, repent, and rejoice. Stop, repent, and rejoice. Okay. You can't repent. You can't repent if you don't stop. You can't repent if you don't stop, and you can't rejoice if you don't repent. Y'all want me to say that again? You can't repent if you don't stop, and you can't rejoice if you can't repent. Wow. Don't get it out of Okay. That's, that's pretty much what happened all the time. Y'all got that? Now I want to. It's so much in here. I I want to show you something though. Can I on my little bit of time remaining? Uh this is the mandate. Can you go to uh numbers ten? I'm almost done. I mean, I know I can't go too far. Y'all don't want me to be quiet?
1: See
0: what we can digest? Okay. Okay. All right. Um Okay, right. go to Numbers 10, and there. Uh, one and two.
1: This is Numbers chapter 10 at verse 1. And the Lord said to Moses, Make two trumpets of silver, of hammered or turned work, You shall make them, that you may use them to call the congregation and for breaking camp. Mm. Okay. Minister, read that one more time. At verse 1 And the Lord said to Moses, Make two trumpets of silver, of hammered or turned work, you shall make them, that you may use them to call the congregation. And for breaking camp. And for breaking camp. Hold on.
0: Hold on, listen. This right here, um, now, now, minister, read three. Do this in remembrance. Read verse three.
1: At verse three. Yeah. When they both are blown, all the congregation shall assemble before you at the door of the tent of meeting. Ho, ho, ho. hold on.
0: When both of the shofars are blown, that means that that's a representation. And he said that when those two are blown, all of the congregation comes. Meaning that they are echad, one. Oh, hold on. Meaning that they are one man, one body. Y'all got to get this. Watch this. Hold on. Verse 2. Let me see. This whole scripture right here is filled with prophetic insight. This is what happens when the blast of the trumpet is. When you hear that blast, this is full of a whole lot of prophetic insight. Watch this.
1: Read three again. Verse three. When they both are blown, all the congregation shall assemble before you at the door of the tent of meeting.
0: Mm. They shall assemble at that door of meeting. Now, watch this. Verse 4 says this. You have to understand what they mean, the meaning of them. Go to verse 4.
1: At verse 4. And if one blast on a single trumpet is blown, then the princes or leaders, the heads of the tribes of Israel, shall gather themselves to you. The board. Mm -hmm. The leaders. It's what I've been calling
0: Today, I'm calling all. Y'all don't understand what's happening. God don't change. God don't change. Now, now go quickly to Matthew. I'm gonna show you something. Go quickly to Matthew 2431. And then we're gonna come back to the numbers, okay?
1: This is Matthew chapter 24 at verse 31. And he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet call and they will gather his elect, his chosen ones from the four winds, even from one end of the universe to the other. Okay,
0: so listen, the Old Testament is the New Testament, of course, revealed, right? So if you see it there, you have to see it in another place. So it is a call to assemble as one. And see, the body of Christ ain't doing this. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Now go back to Numbers 10. You ready? Read. Now go
1: to nine. At verse nine. When you go. Oh, no, no. Go to eight. At verse eight. And the sons of Aaron, the priests, shall blow the trumpets. And the trumpets shall be to you for a perpetual statute throughout your generation. Uh-huh. Always. Come on. Come on. Read. At verse 9, when you go to war in your land against the enemy that oppresses you, then blow an alarm with the trumpets that you may be remembered before the Lord your God and you shall be saved from your enemy. Ha! Oh, y'all not, this? They're
0: not getting it. We're not getting it. We're not getting it. It's a weapon too. It's a weapon too. Y'all not ready. Do y'all see that? Do y'all hear this? Hold on teacher. Hold on. And when you go to war. In your land. Against the enemy. That oppresses you. Then blow the alarm Mm -hmm. with the trumpets that you may listen, that you may be remembered. What in the world is going on here before the Lord, the Lord your God, and you shall be saved from your enemies? Oh, my goodness! Now we read. In the other chapter above and four, and it said that what was happening is that every time they blew the shofar, he said that the camps would move. The movement of the camps meant that God was moving. Okay, it's <laughs> like this, well, a ministry, amen upon that call exactly listen to me listen listen this is so important because he was guiding them through the wilderness when i blow you're going to follow but you need to know the sound you you need to know the sound this is how you move in the spirit oh. So we got people moving, and that's not where God he got didn't, is. He didn't blow the show up until you go there. It would be the leading. He's, he, he would be leading you. It's so much more. It, it is way so much more. It's so much more, Eric didn't got time. <laughs> got to compress it as it is remember so that you would be brought to God's remembrance go to uh, Genesis 8 1 Genesis chapter 8 at verse 1
1: and God earnestly remembered Noah and every living thing and all the animals that were with him in the ark and God made a wind blow over the land and the waters sank down and abated. Wait a minute. And God earnestly remembered.
0: How did that work out for, for, for Noah? Pretty good, didn't it? When God When God remembered you. See, he's recording what we're doing in here. They have kept my faith. They have not. Strayed in any other apostasy. Okay, I got I got to answer that question for y'all too. Remember, is uh, is zakar. It means to recognize, to reckon, to think on. And this is what God did. And when you blow that shofar, it re- it's so much. It's so much in here. I don't have time. <laughs> don't have time. Oh, God. Oh, oh. I have to do it because it's, it's, it's now. Oh. Okay. I don't know. Let me get some. Let me consult uh, with somebody who got some pool in here. Frida, what you think? <laughs> 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 look at me. Don't look. Don't look at her, Frida. Don't look at her. Don't look at her, Frida. Don't look at her. Okay, okay. Okay, all right, okay. Can, can, Can I? Okay, let me see. All right, all right. When it comes to the feast, what has happened, this is how the enemy trips up the body of Christ. By making the feast of God A religious religion, if I may say so. Mm -hmm. He he, he makes it a religious religion, and they're not the Jewish people faith. Quickly, Leviticus 23, 1 and 2. It's just so
1: much. Leviticus chapter twenty three at verse one, the Lord said to Moses, "Say to the Israelites, the set feasts or appointed seasons of the Lord, which you shall proclaim as holy convocations. Even my set feasts mm. are these." Mm. Mm, mm, mm,
0: mm. No, it says the Hebrews. It says the Israelite. It says it's their feast. Right? Don't want to say that? Woo! It does. <laughs> I know. But that's what everybody says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, do the King James, because the King James just make it a little easier for you.
1: In the King James Version, at verse 2, it says, Speak unto the children of Israel, mm-hmm. and say unto them concerning the feasts of the Lord, which ye shall proclaim to be holy convocations; even these are my, my feasts. Feast. Oh my goodness! Do y'all see that?
0: Oh my goodness! Listen, if you study and that word right there, holy convocation. Listen, in in the Greek, of course, it means like a solemn assembly, a gathering, but not in the Hebrew. In the Hebrew, that word Holy Convocation is, watch this, dress rehearsal. See, this is what happens. It's dress rehearsal. That's what it means in the Hebrew. So we are in a dress rehearsal. Guess what? When you get born again, you never come out of your attire. You're always in a dress rehearsal wherever you go. This is why the body of Christ is lost right now, because we don't recognize it. This is a dress rehearsal. It's, it's in wedding at the end, meaning that you have to dress for the wedding. Meaning that there's a rehearsal. This is what this is what the feasts are all about. The one feast, you know, it gets you to stop and repent, think. And, you know, the next feast that we're going to go into, tap, the next feast that we're going to go into, which brings us to um, judgment, atonement, Yom Kippur, that's judgment, right? You should have repented. So now let's see. Oh, okay. You should have repented. Now let's see. Now once we do the check on the fruit and you can get in, now you, I can tabernacle with you. That's what tabernacles is. He's going to come and tabernacle with us. Be with us. Now you can rejoice. But we don't have the pattern. As the body of Christ, we're not following God's pattern. So we're off. You're supposed to know what season it is. This is the season of repentance now. Okay. Okay. Last thing, teacher. They so we started at 1220. Okay. okay I'll be checking too. Okay. About a mouth of two. Okay. I want to make something. I want to show you something. Okay. I want to show you something. We just saw that God said, they are my feasts. Right? They are my feasts. God never changes. He's the same yesterday, together, today, and forever. Eternity. He's the same. He doesn't change. Let's, let's get that down fat first. Right? Y'all agree? Yeah. So if he said it then, he's saying it now. He had never stopped saying it. Okay. Now, minister, you need to see this. I'm going to help y'all with something. Go to John 5, 1. King James I mean you can put both of them up like you've been doing.
1: This is at John chapter 5 at verse 1 in the King James it so reads after this there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Mm. Now this one said it is the feast of
0: the Jews. (laughs) <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on. Go to John 7, 2.
1: It didn't say the Lord's feast, did it? Mm. John chapter 7 at verse 2. Now the Jews' feast of tabernacles was at hand. Hold on. Then it said, now
0: it's still the Jews' feast. It didn't say the Lord's feast, did it? Wait a minute, Pastor, hold up. The Bible's contradicting itself. Leviticus said, these are my feasts. Thus says the Lord. Okay, hold on. (laughs) It says the feast of the Jews. (laughs) I need three of y'all to calm down. Just three of y'all. Wait a minute. The Bible never contradicts itself. You, you got to say that. The Bible never contradicts itself. Mm-hmm. See, But, but we as, as, as students. We, we, mm, wait a minute. This is what people are come and tell you. No, we don't do that now. That's the feast of the Jews. I sure you turn to me, John 5, 1 and turn to me to John 7, 2. Watch what it say right there. Forget about what Leviticus said. Hmm. What's in this? The Bible never contradicts itself. God never changes his word. So you have to establish that first. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, right? A lot of our translations have error. Not God error. God doesn't error. God does not error. It said all scripture is inspired by the Holy Spirit. Not God errors. And these errors can easily be fixed. These errors can easily be fixed. Nobody won't take the time. Teacher. They can be fixed if you know how. <laughs> Y'all want to know how? Y'all want to hack? Y'all know how to do like a quick hack? Y'all want a hack? Cut through it real quick. Okay, that's what they be saying on um, Pinterest and stuff. Okay, here we go. A life hack. Let's just use Jesus, Paul, James, Jude, Matthew, John, and Luke. Anything that they ever wrote, anything that they ever wrote came from the Old Testament. Anything Jesus ever said came from the Old Testament. Anything that they preached, they used, the scrolls, came from the Old Testament. And these are the feasts of the Lord. Paul was well learned. He would know who feasts they were. He read who feasts they were. Mm. They used the Old Testament for their revelation of Scripture. That's all they had. Listen, by way of the Holy Spirit. Remember this. The context of the New Testament or the Brit Hadashah or the Renewed Covenant. It's not a new, it's the Renewed Covenant. That's the proper. The context of the New Testament will always be found in the Old Testament. Y'all listen to that, what I just said. The context. Of what you hear and see and read and experience is from the Old Testament. That's what Paul, John, Jesus. And he opened up where it was written. In the book of Isaiah. Okay. Everything that they did came. Was found in the Old Testament. All the context. Watch this. Malachi 3.6. No, no, no. Go to Hebrews 13.8.
1: Hmm. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8 Jesus Christ the Messiah is always the same yesterday, today yes and forever to the ages. See when you get people transcribing the word
0: they either do it from their understanding perspective this is why the Old Testament is so important. You got you got ministries who don't even touch the Old Testament. Yeah. Yeah. When he said, I come to fulfill, he came. There's one. And he said, He opened. Go, go to Malachi. Malachi 3.6. 6. I'm going to finish right here.
1: Oh, I can't do the rest. Of- Malachi chapter 3 at verse 6. For I am the Lord. I do not change. That is why you, O sons of Jacob, are not consumed. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just
0: saying. So when Paul and John, Jesus, he was the word. Don't you think he would know? So the context had to come from the old. These are my feasts. Translation. You can go to translation find it. And it says, all the other, it's, it's not the feast of the Jews. God said, these are mine forever. So it would have to be a translation. Just like when you see Easter in the Bible. That's a translation. Ma'am. Mm-mm, teacher <sighs> it's the feast, and what I'm saying is you know it's first fruits, it's all of these things we we just miss it because we have no understanding, and what I'm trying to do is get us to really understand the Hebrew roots of our faith, and when you veer from that. Now you allow, you listen, era. You know, um, the first, this is not the new year. It is the head of the year. The new year is in the spring. The newness of spring. Nisan, he tells you exactly what day it is. Hmm? (laughs) So... It's, it's, it's our understanding of what God has given us and how to follow his, his format, his plan. Have I made it difficult for y'all today or did y'all understand it today? I mean, I could we could go in, amen. We could go in a little harder, you know, Eric. <laughs> but time permitting, it doesn't allow me to do such. But there's so many other scriptures I wanted to, I want to show you um, about the season that we're in, I wanted to go to Luke, and you know, when when you're out and I'm finished, let me do what teacher do. That's the signal that I'm in. When Jesus took out, you know, when when in Luke, I think it's seventeen. He he had the ten lepers that got. Um, that were, had leprosy, right? And if I want you all to read it, and you will see that they did social dissonance because they said they, they yelled at Jesus. They were far back <laughs> from Jesus. And he told them to go, you know, about their healing. And, you know, you were all lepers before you got saved. You were all lepers. And it's, an, it's a whole other mystery. I wanted to tell you that because that's disease. That's sickness. That's what it is. And... um. Out of the 10, only one came back. Only the one came back. It's a beautiful picture of salvation because he said, go and show yourself to the priest. Why did he say, go show yourself to the priest? Because Jesus is the high priest. Go show yourself clean. Before the representation, shadow of who I am. Only one came back and he wasn't, I'm sure there was Hebrews in there. Out of the 10, only the Samaritan came back and worshiped and fell prostrate. It said prostrate before him. It's a beautiful picture of salvation that I sent them and they didn't. Listen, the healing as they were sent is when their healing took place. Not standing right there as they were being obedient to what the word said do. That's when their healing took place. And one had enough in him to recognize, oh, he's, he's God, he should be worshipped. I should turn back around. And instead he came back praising God, praising Jesus, and fell prostrate at his feet. That's a lot of us. Man, yeah, we, we we, we, It's very seldom that we have laid prostrate before God. You have to humiliate yourself. Listen, before the enemy, it looked strange to people, but not to us. That's my position. And God said, assume the position. That's, that's straight down. That's face down. That's real repentance before a person. Some of us just find it hard to do that. I could say so much more, but I won't. I wanna thank y'all for coming out today. All right, amen. I wanna thank the people that are streaming and and all and keep our family in prayer and, and all of you. And I wanna thank y'all for stretching and faith today coming out. And it's good. I feel it's getting there, man. We get the other row in there. We're gonna be good. We like old times. Tearing it up. I can't wait. But um uh, Anyway, I love y'all. Shabbat shalom. All right. Baruch haba Hashem Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. Amen. How beautiful are the feet of them that bring the gospel.